Okay, again. Okay, so um, how can you kind of manifest devotion through art, like through a painting? Well, how, do, how do you manifest devotion through anything? By being Krishna conscious. So, how do you manifest devotion through uh, chanting Hare Krishna? Uh, you have to be Krishna conscious, you have to meditate, uh, you have to uh, be attentive, uh, there's a process that you have to follow. So that's, that's the devotion to the holy name, not to be praising Krishna. So that's, that's how it manifests through chanting Hare Krishna, how does devotion uh, manifests through what makes food prasadam. That someone's Krishna conscious when they uh, cook it and that they're Krishna conscious when they offer it. Same thing, what makes, uh, what makes any service that anyone does, what, what is, you know, taking care of the cows or uh, they're plowing back there. Uh, how does uh, that manifest uh, devotion when you're Krishna conscious and you're doing something for Krishna's pleasure? Otherwise, then it just becomes an activity. So that's uh, that's how that's how things manifest. Uh, uh, devotional services self-manifesting. Uh, if it's if devotees inaugurate uh, or uh, if they have devotion in their heart when they're doing an activity then that devotion manifests and if they don't then it doesn't I was wondering if, um, if you, I was wondering if, if you had like um, just someone who's skilled at art and you commissioned them to do a, a painting based on your personal devotion it won't be the same it won't be the same because uh, just like you can get anyone to chant Hare Krishna, someone maybe on the street making fun of us, uh, it's good because they're chanting Krishna's name. So it may be good because someone's painting a picture of Krishna, good for them, but it's not going to be the same as the devotee who's got bhakti. And then according to the level of the bhakti, that's how much it will actually manifest. So it's not just one level, but it varies according to the Krishna consciousness of the devotee. So I was wondering, <clears throat> I was wondering, you know, Prabhupada commissioned his devotees to make these paintings for his books. Does that increase? Because that painter might have not a Prabhupada's level of devotion, but they're painting for Prabhupada. So. Well, Prabhupada gave a general instruction for devotees to paint. So anyone who paints pictures of Krishna has Prabhupada's blessing and Prabhupada's empowerment. But you have to take empowerment. If you don't take it, then what will it do? So, uh, so yes, it, uh, it, it has to be uh, uh, there. And everything, music. So some good musician sits down and chants Hare Krishna, but what will it do? Uh, you know, in the beginning, there was you know one sort of follower, very famous uh, person, following Prabhupada, 
and he he used to chant Hare Krishna, and he had you know played harmonium. But what happened? He never became a devotee. So, so according to one's Krishna consciousness, uh, activities are transformed into devotion, and according to your level of Krishna consciousness, that's how much it becomes bhakti. But ultimately, real bhakti is when something is done with pure love. Someone got anything on that? Something extra, then. Huh? Another question. No, on this. This is a good question. Well, I was always, because Prabhupada, I heard a story of, <clears throat> like a little kid had drawn Prabhupada a drawing and gave it to Prabhupada and then Prabhupada fastened it to the seat in front of him when he was flying and used that as his meditation to chant. So I was thinking like that, what you said makes sense, like that exchange of love for Prabhupada was more potent than the, the kind of ability, like the Shudra ability or whatever you call it, like the material capacity to express yourself that an artist gave a painting to Prabhupada you're saying no it was a little like a child like, oh. like a crayon drawing you know and he stuck it up and he was trying to... devo- yeah there's devotion there in a the child because children tend to be quite spontaneous mm. uh, and, but the real devotion was in Srila Prabhupada mm. so Prabhupada could also Yoman Pashyati Sarvatra see Krishna everywhere and see Krishna in everything. So it's uh, it's also in the eyes of the beholder as well. Is that relationship? The viewer like projects himself onto what they're looking at and wants that you see according to your consciousness. Yeah, someone someone can uh, perceive. Uh, Perceive devotion uh, even when it's not originally there. Just like Chaitanya Bhagwa describes how uh, um, Sh- uh, Srivas Thakur uh, went to hear Srimad Bhagavatam from Devananda Pandit. And Devananda Pandit was a Mayavadi. So his speaking Bhagavatam is useless. But, and Lord Chaitanya then later told him that. But, Shivas Thakur, he was, he got in ecstasy and he actually fell down unconscious uh, just by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. Why? Because he has the love. So that's okay when people like Prabhupada, Shivas Thakur, uh, actually have that great love. But when you're talking about Making bringing out devotion from people on the street from non devotees, then that's that's where things will fall short. And, and for most part, uh, devotees want to, it's like in cooking, when you eat prasadam that's uh, uh, cooked not just very well, but that's really cooked in good consciousness and offered in the same way, then you can taste that. That becomes very tasty. Uh, and just e- eating, it's not, it's not the same. You can say eat the same thing, go to an Indian restaurant, 
but it doesn't taste the same because the bhakti isn't there. So bhakti amamavijanati, bhakti is, uh, uh, is very important. That's the essence of everything.